Next up, book mole Larry Bolden reviews the novel Always Outnumbered, Always Outgunned by crime writer Walter Mosley, published in 1997. As usual, I will be reading Larry's review for him. Most readers know of Walter Mosley via his masterful Easy Rollins mystery series. His faithful readers would no doubt hurry to get hold of a new book in that series, but my hunch is that Mosley wanted to speak with a different voice than the relatively well-off Easy Rollins, who has both money and muscles on his side. Instead, the hero of Always Outnumbered, Always Outgunned is Socrates Fortlow, a man of the streets, a convicted murderer who spent 27 years in jail and has been out of prison and has lived in Watts for eight years. Like the Greek philosophers Socrates, Sacco is a deep thinker and one who questions those around him. The philosopher Socrates says that his only claim to wisdom is that he knows that he knows nothing, and he sets out to expose those who make grand and unjustified claims to wisdom. He calls himself a gadfly, a kind of horsefly, that has attached himself to the flanks of the state, stinging with questions. To those who claim knowledge, he asks simply, What is knowledge? Just as he asks politicians, What is justice? What is good? Socrates of Watts, who lives in a two-room shack and works at a chain supermarket, is also a man who asks questions and then questions the answers he receives. Quote, We don't want nobody can't stand up to what's got to be done, Socrates said. And just what is that? Howard asked. What's the biggest problem a black man have? Socrates asked as if the answer was as plain as wallpaper. The police, said Howard. Socrates smiled. Yeah, yeah, it's always trouble on the street, and at home, too. But they ain't the problem, not really. So what is it, Stoney asked. Being a man, that's what. Standing up and saying what it is we want, and what it is we ain't gonna take. Say to who, Wright asked, to the cops? I don't believe in going to the cops over something like this here, Socrates said. A black man, no matter how bad he is, being brutalized by the cops is a hurt to all of us. Going to the cops over a brother is like asking for chains. End quote. There are 14 interlocked stories in this marvelous little book, and each is a kind of morality tale. Tales about what to do and what not to do. Like the historical Socrates, Sacco is trying to live a good life. In one of the chapters, Sacco runs into a young man who steals from the rich while dressed in a suit and tie, and then quickly covers his suit with overalls and becomes an invisible black man. Quote, I'm saying that this good life you talking about comes out of your own brother's house. Either you're going to steal from a man like me, or you're going to steal from a shop where I do my business. And every time I go in there, I be paying for security cameras and security guards and up-to-the-roof insurance that they got to pay off whatever people been stealing. And they going to raise the prices higher and up expletive to pay the bills with a little extra to pay us back for stealing. End quote. 
Along his ways, Socrates runs into a young boy who is perilously close to joining a gang because he needs street protection. Socko lets the boy sleep in his shack, and he feeds him and tries to get him away from the neighborhood, where he is in danger of being killed or killing others. Quote, Socrates thought about a promise he'd made, a murky pledge. He swore to himself that he'd never hurt another person, except if he had to for self-preservation. He swore to try and do good if the chance came before him. That way, he could ease the evil deeds that he had perpetrated in the long evil life that he'd lived. End quote. In my not-so-humble judgment, I think Socko is wiser than the Greek Socrates, who let the state convict him of a crime he did not commit, atheism and corrupting the youth, when he could have saved himself. Instead, leaving his wife and children to fend for themselves, while he takes the hemlock. As for religion coming to the rescue, Socrates' aunt, Belandra Beaufort, tries to set young Socko straight. Quote, God ain't nowhere near here, child. He's a million miles away, out in the middle of the ocean somewhere. And he ain't white like they say he is, neither. God's black? Little Socrates asks the tall, skinny woman. He was sitting in her lap, leaning against her bony breast. Nah, baby, she said sadly. He ain't black. If he was, there wouldn't be all this mess down here with us. Nah, God's blue. Blue? Uh-huh. Blue like the ocean. Blue. Sad and cold and far away like the sky is far and blue. You got to go a long, long way to get to God. And even if you get there... He might not say a thing, not a damn thing, end quote. It is no accident that Mosley chooses Socrates as the name for his new lead character. Mosley understands the dialectical process of Socrates, but unlike the historical Socrates, Mosley's character does not revel in his ignorance. He is an evangelist for good. I have been talking about a very wise man, Walter Mosley, and his novel, Always Outnumbered, Always Outgunned. This is Patricia Kohlberg reading a book review by Larry Bolden for the Old Mole Variety Hour.